and welcome to Who's Paying Attention. This is episode six, and I am your host and only opinion, Alonzo Bowden. This is my podcast. We go through the week's news. We talk about what's going on, what I'm thinking, what you're laughing at. Um, We've talked to you guys, got some feedback, and you seem to like it. So do me a favor. Tell a friend about it. Tell them to subscribe. And while I'm on the subject of self-promotion, I just won an episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR. If you've never listened to it, it's a great topical talk slash game show. It's on every weekend on NPR. I was a panelist. I've done about eight episodes, and I finally won. What did I win? The right to tell you that I won. Just now. I just spent my right. I I won, and I got to tell you about it. No money involved. Just cool to win. It is a phenomenal show. You can find the old episodes on podcasts. It's called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and it's on NPR. So just thought I'd mention that. And I'm about to head to a great weekend. By the time you hear this, I'll have been on a great weekend in Panama City at the Seabreeze Jazz Festival. Great artists. Supposed to be a great party. This is my first time, and I'm looking forward to it. So next week, I may not be talking about the news. I may be all musicked out. And uh, I'm going to talk about some music later. But first, we just had tax day. It was moved because the 15th was Sunday. So I know today's Tuesday. Um, April 17th. I signed my tax forms today. I sent my check in today. I don't know if I'm a day late or not. If you're listening to this and you haven't done your taxes, you are definitely late. I wish I had Mitt Romney's tax rate. I got to get somebody to, you know, I got to somehow inherit a few hundred million dollars because that that tax rate of 15% if you only make your money through capital gains and investments is phenomenal. Anybody out there working for a living who's paying 20%, 25%, 30% or whatever, God bless you. And and of course, because everything in this country is split left to right. I mean, everything in this country is split left to right. Obama proposed the what they call the Warren Buffett rule, which would be millionaires pay a higher tax rate, uh, 30% minimum. And all the Republicans in the Senate shot it down. And it doesn't matter whether it makes sense, doesn't matter whether the country needs the money, they shot it down. Listen, I'm no fan of taxes, but the country's broke. We got to make some more money. That's what I don't understand about tax cuts. Have you ever got a stack of bills and said, man, I can't pay my bills. I better cut my revenue. That's it. Less money coming in. That's the plan. We don't need to raise everybody's taxes. But we do have to raise some taxes and we got to get serious about this. But don't worry about it. It'll never happen. A politician say raise taxes, then he'll never be reelected. He may be drawn and quartered. They may bring back that drawing and quartering. It's uh, it's up there with water, waterboarding. And as we know, Dick Cheney got a new heart, so he's back at it. So don't mention taxes or you might be drawn and quartered. How's that for a ridiculous line of reasoning? <laughs> I should run for office. Okay, what else is going on? I am trying to get a job in the Obama machine. Not not in the administration. I don't want a job with any responsibilities. I just want to go to the parties. You know, last week we talked about General Services having an $800,000 party in Las Vegas. How about his Secret Service team? I guess it's the scout team. They go out, they make sure everything's safe for the president, and then once they feel it's safe... Hookers for everybody. That's right. 
Secret Service gets busted. Apparently, 11 Secret Service men were hiring prostitutes, having a ball, partying down in Colombia. And I'm not making any moral judgment on this. Tell you the truth, I'm not even too shocked. I mean, you take guys like Secret Service guys, military guys, they go overseas, they hire prostitutes. This isn't exactly a new practice. This isn't exactly a shock. It's how you got busted. And Secret Service guys, please take this guy somewhere behind the woodshed and whip his ass. One of the guys didn't pay. That the prostitute reported it to the cops. And here's what he didn't pay. 50 bucks. That's the cost of these prostitutes in Columbia, wherever they were. They charged between 40 and $60. He wouldn't ante up 50 bucks. Now the whole thing is blown out. They're all recalled to Washington. They'll probably be fired. If they have wives, guess what? Their wives know all of this because one of your boys didn't want to ante up 50 bucks. Kind of makes your last trip to Vegas look like fun, doesn't it? Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And we don't care how much it costs. Unless you're in the Secret Service. Then whatever happens in Columbia goes public for 50 bucks. Listen, gentlemen and ladies, but gentlemen in particular. Here's the thing with crime. Deal in cash, pay the cost. If you hook up with hookers and it costs $50, ante up $50 cash. Don't write a check. Ask Michael Jordan about writing checks. Michael Jordan wrote a check. For a gambling debt in golf, suddenly we all knew Michael Jordan was a heavy gambler. Now, that's no big deal because Michael Jordan got huge money. So losing a couple of millions, you know, doesn't mean anything. Just gambling is illegal. Don't write a check. When you're hiring prostitutes in another country, pay for your hookers. You're embarrassing the nation. Now, with everything else America has, now we're just known as cheap. It's sad. And no, it's not Barack Obama's fault, but hey, it's Barack Obama's party. That comes with being president. Mitt Romney, you better pay attention to this. When you're president, anyone associated with you, whatever, does something, it's your fault. So somehow Obama's in, involved, nah, I shouldn't say involved, blamed, talked to, questioned. Mr. President, did you know what your Secret Service people were doing in advance of you getting there to protect you before you got there? In other words... Are you psychic, sir? Oh, well, maybe I can get a job with the Secret Service. Sounds like the travel benefits are the bomb. Speaking of politicians and political parties and pundits and just general big mouths speaking out of turn, Hillary Rosen, who is a pundit, a talking head, a yapper over at CNN, says that Ann Romney has never worked a day in her life. Now, in, in Ann Romney's defense, and she said it, she's a mother of five. She's got five kids, and she appears from all outward appearances to actually raise the kids. Because let's face it, if you got a couple of hundred million dollars and you only got five kids, you could hire a staff. But tell you, she took care of the kids. That is work. It's not an outside job. It's not the same as going to the office or going to the plant or doing whatever other job a woman may have, but you know, hey, listen, Rosen, you are out of line. You disrespected mothers. Mothers work hard. Now, <clears throat> that being said, I think Ann Romney, well, I love her choice of words. She, she opened a Twitter account to respond to this because that's the only way you respond to people that really counts. If it's not on Twitter, it's not real and it doesn't exist in our universe. She opened a Twitter account to say that a woman can make a choice to stay at home with the kids. And I love the fact she used the word choice because, you know, them being conservatives, 
A woman can't make a choice about abortion. She has to have the baby, then choose whether to stay home and take care of it. Does that make sense? Not really. You know something? Romney was pro-choice back in, I think it was 92 Romney. Maybe 91 Romney. One of those Boston Romneys was okay with women having abortions. Then sometime between then and now, someone shook the Etch-A-Sketch and now abortion is horrible and it's murder and it's this and that. Um, hypocrisy is the crime, but she used the word choice. I think it's hilarious. Nobody else picked up on it. That's why you listen to me, because I look for the little minutia to use to create a problem. I'm stirring up the pot. Now, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney's the candidate. Mitt's running for president. And ladies, Mitt is on your side. Mitt Romney is going to put an end to Barack Obama's war on women. Did you know? 92% of the jobs lost under Barack Obama were women's jobs. You didn't know that? The only reason you didn't know that is because it's not true. Not only is it not true, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's <laughs> How do you say something like that out loud? Don't they have a staff? Don't they have someone to tackle him? Someone to feed him crackers so he can't talk out loud? Something... What he's trying to say, no, I, I can't even get to what he's trying to say. I was reading about this, and basically there were millions of jobs lost under the Bush administration, and a lot of those jobs were male jobs, you know, like construction workers and, and manufacturing, physical labor, all the things that went with the construction boom, the housing boom, et cetera, et cetera. Then when Barack Obama became president, all those jobs were gone. So a lot of women lost their jobs, and they, and they were things like teachers and things like that. But believe me, it wasn't anything like 92%. Um, looking here, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, men lost 5.3 million jobs between December 2007 and June 2009. Women lost less than half that number, 2,124,000 jobs. Um, both horrible but I wouldn't say that was 92%, more like 50%. Now, a lot of these jobs were lost in government, obviously. But many of them were lost in governments that were run by Republican office holders. Look, I'm not even going to get into the minutiae of it. When you heard that, you shook your head and said, well, that's not right. That's not possible. And Mitt said, no, 92% of the jobs lost were lost by women who work outside the home, unlike my wife who works at home. And then, was I talking out loud? Someone shake the Etch-A-Sketch. Mitt, get your dog off the roof of the car. Shut up. Run, run something by, not even a fact checker, just like ask some guy in the corner. Hey, does this sound like it's even possible? 92% of the jobs lost belong to women? Eh, ridiculous? Yeah, I thought so. We're going to leave it alone. While we're on the subject of women, the 141st, and I'm surprised there have been that many, the 141st annual meeting of the NRA, the National Rifle Association, National Rifle Association, has gotten in touch with its feminine side. What does that mean? That means, ladies, you should be armed. They are reaching out to you. The gun industry is having a banner year, and women are a huge part of the boom. That's what I'm reading. The numbers at shooting clinics have ballooned from 500 to 10,000 over the past 10 years. But here's my thing, and this is what I love. The Flashbang Woman's Holster. That's right. 
It's a woman's holster to hide a pistol in the bra. I don't make this up. Look it up online. Flashbang woman's holster. You can hide a gun in your bra. Now, I'm not sure how this works. I'm not sure um, where it goes. And I'm not like, like if you're a 38 double D, is there room in there for a gun? I don't know. But apparently there is. Oh, let's see. I'm looking at the pictures now. So it goes in between the cups. Good place for a gun. Wouldn't have an accident there, of course. Great thing is, if you do have an accident with a gun hidden between your bra cups, probably going to shoot you in the heart. It'll end quickly. So anyway, the NRA is reaching out to women. Um, gun industry is buoyed by concerns over a second Obama term. Because you know Barack Obama went right after guns. I mean, the day after he was elected, he tried to ban all guns. He tried to outlaw guns. He was actually going door to door trying to take guns away from people. You remember that, right? Of course not. You don't remember it because it didn't happen. We got bigger problems. These gun and And I call them gun nuts because they're the extremists. In anything, there's extremes. Listen, I've owned a gun. I've gone shooting at the range. I used to work with these guys from Oklahoma. And let me tell you, these guys could shoot. But I'm glad I wasn't an enemy of these guys because at 50 yards they could take out anything but we used to go literally at lunch there was a gun range by uh, the airport we worked at and we go shooting I get it if you like guns guns are a mechanical thing I like cars I like motorcycles you like guns that's cool why are they so scared of common sense rules we register a car register your gun you have to tell the government when you sell your car you have to tell them how much you sold it for who you sold it to to release your liability then the next person becomes liable for it why is that so outrageous when it comes to guns i i don't get it yeah, guns aren't a bad thing guns aren't inherently bad if you're a paranoid nra member and you're holed up in montana with 300 weapons waiting for somebody or or if you're a you know this um zimmerman i'm standing my ground i'm driving around following people getting out of my car, exercising my right to bear arms and my stand on my ground law by shooting people. It's wrong. That's nuts. So, ladies, woo, gun in the bra. That is, I don't know. I've, I, listen, I live in L.A. I've felt a lot of things in bras that weren't real, but never a gun. I think that one would make me a little nervous. I don't know. I wonder what women cops think. Any, any women cops hide their gun in the bra? What if a prostitute's hiding a gun in her bra in case the secret service man doesn't want to pay? Hmm, might be onto something. So, that was the sane part of the little NRA meeting. Now let's go to the crazy part. Ted Nugent, you remember Ted Nugent, hard drinking, rock and roll, hillbilly type guy. He says that if Barack Obama is re-elected, that a year from now, he will either be, what did Ted Nugent say? Ted Nugent said he'll either be dead or he'll be in jail. Guess what, Ted? We're okay with either one. As a matter of fact, we're okay with both. How about a year from now, Ted Nugent is found dead in jail? I'm, I'm good with that. You know, th this unbridled racial hatred of Barack Obama, it's so ridiculous but when they do it when they really spew like that it, it's like I say it's just it's all so you know 
divided along party lines. And, and I'll give you an example of what I mean by both sides. Like, Rush Limbaugh calls a college girl a slut and a prostitute. Of course, the left is outraged and Rush Limbaugh should be crucified and boycotted and this and that. Now, I don't agree with Rush by any means, but I'm not surprised. That's Rush Limbaugh. He says stuff like that every day. They, you know, you're, you're outraged by it. He attacks a college girl. Look, that's just ratings and money in his pocket. Rush, if you're listening to Rush Limbaugh, you're not going to be against Rush Limbaugh hating women. That's part of his platform. So the other side of the coin, the Democratic woman says Ann Romney has never worked a day. Oh, my gosh, we're outraged. How could you say such a horrible thing about a woman? Um, last week, you were OK with calling sluts and prostitutes. That's not the point. This is the other side. So now we have it, you know, with, with this crazy guy, Ted Nugent. If, if the president is reelected then he's going to be dead or in jail, implying that he would do something to Barack Obama. And of course he wouldn't. Guys who talk like this are cowards. He wouldn't shoot anything that could shoot back. He likes shooting deer and, and pigeons or something like that. But, you know, and he's going to be investigated by the Secret Service because when you threaten a president, the Secret Service investigates you if they can get out of the whorehouse. You, got, you, got, you actually have to send 50 bucks to pay for the investigation so that they could pay off the hooker and leave. But anyway, so they'll investigate Ted Nugent. They'll find out he's not a credible threat, blah, blah, blah. And of course, the Romney camp says nothing about it. You know, it, it's, we didn't hear that. I, I don't even know. It's just, I wish we had some sanity in the political discourse, but we won't. It'll be a lot of craziness until maybe September. They might discuss an issue. And, and boy, if you say compromise on either side, compromise means surrender. There will be no sanity. And where the hell is Sarah Palin? Why isn't she speaking up? By the way, Good Morning America beat the Today Show. So the uh, Sarah Palin experiment last week didn't work. Sarah was on, raised the ratings, but Good Morning America actually won. Do I care? Eh, not so much. Um, crazy politics, things you might never believe. Kim Kardashian, you remember Kim Kardashian. She was out of the news for seven minutes. Kim Kardashian says she's going to be the mayor of Glendale in five years. Glendale, to those listening who have no idea where it is, it's a suburb city of California. Like, okay, very quick geography lesson. When you say L.A., you mean L.A. County. We who live in L.A. understand L.A. is a city, and L.A. County encompasses many small cities like Glendale, Burbank, Beverly Hills, Santa Monica, etc. But you think of it as all one big city, and that's cool. Well, Glendale is a small city, and it is populated largely by Armenians. I think they're the majority. So Kim says, well, I'm Armenian, and five years gives me time to learn to read. You can learn to read in five years, right? She, she was checking with Paris Hilton at the time. And she says she's going to be mayor of, of Glendale. And you know something? Why in the hell not? Remember, we had Arnold Schwarzenegger as a government. That's a government. We had Arnold Schwarzenegger as a governor. So if Kim wants to be the mayor, well, damn it, you let her be the mayor. And let's see what the price of parking tickets go up to. I don't even know what she would do. I don't know how much damage she could do as a mayor of Glendale. Glendale has a really big shopping mall. Hmm, that'll keep her busy. I wouldn't worry too much about this one. Um, finally... Is this my last topic? We'll see. Tupac is back. 
at Coachella, which is or Coachella, which is a huge music festival just east of Palm Springs in the California desert. They had a hologram of Tupac rapping with with Dr. Dre and Snoop. Now listen, let the man rest in peace. Like when someone dies and we say rest in peace, the first word is rest. Let them rest. Don't bring him back. Tupac has to rap. Like Tupac released 17 albums after he died. They just kept bringing out Tupac albums. Every year there was a new Tupac album. Now he has to actually perform. Let the man rest. He's given enough. He took a bullet for us. Let him rest. You don't bring him back in hologram. What's next? You'll have the Michael Jackson hologram. Then we'll have the Biggie hologram. Then then who knows? Maybe the Michael Jackson Tupac duet hologram. And Elvis, who some believe has never left, would definitely be back in a hologram. And just stop it. No, you cannot. You cannot charge tickets prices to see a hologram of an artist who has died, all right? We have to draw the line somewhere. No, you can make a tribute, you can show his videos, you cannot make a hologram and pretend he's actually performing. You know why? Because we live in a world where there's reality TV and kids think Twitter is a, is a legal news feed. Listen, I was in the airport and I overheard this family talk and this girl might've been somewhere between 12 and 15. A picture of Mount Rushmore was on a screen and she asked her mother, did they Photoshop that? She did not know that Mount Rushmore is an actual sculpture. She thought it was something Photoshopped. You know why? Because she saw a Tupac hologram and she doesn't understand Tupac is dead. Stop it. We've lost our minds. We have collectively lost our minds. And I say Tupac's given enough. Let the man rest. Not much else going in the news. NBA season is ending this week. We're heading to the playoffs. I hope LeBron wins. Listen, I'm a LeBron fan. LeBron, get a ring and shut him up. Ask A-Rod. It works. Ozzy is still down in Florida. We're waiting to see what he says next. Don't worry. The baseball season is young. Ozzy will come up with something. Uh, what else we got going on? Not a lot. Listen, it has been an interesting week. Been a little slow. Or maybe I'm just a little slow. I'm looking forward to getting down to Florida because you know Florida is my crazy state. I don't know what might happen down there, but now I know I got to leave the ladies alone because there might be a gun in the bra. You know how scary that is to a single man? <laughs> Good luck to my nephew. He's only 19 and he's got to grow up in a world with armed bras. Thanks for listening. Who's paying attention? You are. I'm Alonzo Bowden. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast. Help me out here. Make me famous. I love you guys. Thanks for the love. Good night.